This week's SmackDown began with Paul Heyman cutting a very compelling promo. He would be in the ring saying how the championships are the lifebloods of the bloodline, saying they are the centerpiece to the island of relevancy. He would be interrupted by Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn would question as to why the bloodline weren't coming to Paul Heyman's aid. He would point out it's because the bloodline are crumbling. The fact that Jay had walked out and Sammy had walked out. And what do you think is going to happen with Jimmy? Uh, and so he was very much teasing the end of the bloodline. This was a really compelling segment. I really like the fact that they gave Sammy an opportunity to talk because it could have been quite easy for him to have just attacked Paul, screamed out at the crowd, and then we could have moved on to something else. But I do think the fact that he got a chance to say a few lines here wasn't loads, but it was enough just to put some seeds of doubt out there regarding the future of the bloodline. Uh, I think this was really, really compelling stuff. We then went on to our next uh, match, our next segment. This was Drew and Sheamus in a match with Hit Row. Uh, didn't really catch why this match was happening. And it was a squash, to be honest. There really wasn't much to it. Uh, an easy victory for Drew and Sheamus. They would then be interrupted by a video package for Viking Raiders, which was really good. Their video packages are very, very impressive. Like the production value on them are very, very high. So really into that. Apparently their sentence is sacrifice. And so we don't know uh, when that sacrifice is coming, but we do know that they will clash next week. Then we went backstage and we saw that Jimmy was on the phone trying to get hold of Jay. Paul Heyman went backstage, spoke to Jimmy, and uh, did bring up the point of where was everyone. We found out that Roman and Solo are not there. And Jimmy said, look, I'm trying to get a hold of my brother. We've got a tag match tonight. So I do like the fact that they addressed that. I did do a video where we spoke about the bloodline and we kind of really focused on that story. And I did make the point I would have liked us to have been given a reason as to why Roman and Solo weren't there. Like if they had press commitments... That could have been like good to have found out that they're not around because they have press co commitments. Um, in all fairness, we do find out at the end of the show that they were watching from home or they were at least watching from somewhere. But at this point in the show, I would have liked just a bit more reasoning as to why Roman and Solo weren't around. Then we got Lacey Evans in a squash match against the jobber. Lacey Evans picking up the victory. Uh, winning with the Cobra clutch and really like squeezing the life out of Becca. Good squash performance. They're clearly building up Lacey. And we've said many times they do need more heel uh, females, big heel females. I can, I can really see Lacey getting somewhere. Then we went backstage and Jimmy was panicking, uh, still trying to get a hold of his brother, but we weren't getting anywhere. Uh, didn't realize that the tag match was coming up so soon. Uh, didn't have long to find out how this was going to go. We just got another little segment where Chelsea and Sonya were put into a match with Liv and Raquel for later in the show. And then that was it. It was time for the tag match. I was I really thought this was our main event, but we we go to it quite quickly. It's kind of in the middle of the show, like hour one going into hour two. And uh, obviously a great way to get people to stick around and not leave and watch somewhere else. Uh, before the match began, 
it was uh, a case that Jimmy looked in the crowd, spotted his brother, and his brother came walking down. It was, it was really great to see him coming through the crowds. I uh, love how late it was all left. I love the fact that I still didn't know if he was going to come down and just turn on his brother. Like, you didn't know if he's really there for the bloodline, if he's decided to just be there for his brother, if he's there for himself and he just wants to drop the belts. Or, yeah, it could have gone one of many different ways. So really compelling storyline. There was a little tease earlier in the show where Jimmy asked Paul if he would take uh, Jay's place. And I was pleading with the gods to allow that to happen. Uh, so uh, unfortunately not. We did get Jay coming back. Jay then joined up uh, with Jimmy. They both battled together, worked together. Uh, they were on the same page. They retained the titles and that was it. I mean, they are seemingly on the same page. As uh, we came backstage, we saw a segment that had them both in, the Usos. Uh, Jimmy would ask Jay, so what's next? Are you back with the bloodline? Jay said, I don't know. And this is very much where the story was. Uh, like, what is going on with Jay? Great that he's back, clearly on the same page with his brother. But is he in the bloodline? He clearly said here he didn't know. It was overheard by Paul Heyman, which was a great little detail. He then came over, spoke to Jimmy. Jimmy didn't tell him that Jay had said he didn't know if he was back or not. Um, he just said he didn't say anything at all. So Jimmy sort of looking out for his brother there, not dropping him in it. Paul Heyman knows that more was said than what Jimmy has reported. There's lots of uh, little falling outs and betrayals going on in the bloodline right now. So yeah, really, really compelling stuff. Then we had Natalia in the ring. She uh, spoke about Shayna and about how Shayna had broken her nose. Shayna came out. Um, the crowd were chanting, knock off Ronda. Ronda Rousey came back. This is the first time we were seeing Ronda in a while. She actually came back, came down to the ring, didn't quite know what to expect, but they both started beating up on Natalia. Shotzi came out trying to make the save. She got dealt with as well. Uh, so seemingly Ronda is back. I uh, don't think they had any great stories for her during the Rumble periods, but she's back now on the road to WrestleMania, and there's uh, lots of rumors that we could be seeing Ronda and Shayna go for those women's tag titles. Then we got one of the big highlights of the show. This was Sammy and Jay. First time they're meeting since the Rumble. Sammy uh, thanked Jay, said he really appreciated the support at the Royal Rumble. Obviously, Jay didn't stop the beat down, but he certainly didn't join in with it either, walking away. And so he said, look, I, I can't even begin to understand what you're going through. It must be really difficult, but you don't need to go down with this ship. Like, I acknowledge you. And he was kind of saying there is a way out. And uh, he put his hand out. Jay actually gave him a fist bump. It's clear that Jay is still conflicted, which is totally understandable. Totally understandable. So Jay is still conflicted. Um, I don't think we're going to get anything until after Elimination Chamber in regards to the Usos. And we will come to why in a second. As we moved on, we then got LA Knight backstage. He said he's going to look to the future. He said he's done with Bray. Now, whether Bray is done with him, we don't know. There was no sign of Bray on this week's show, which I think disappointed quite a few people. 
Um, but LA Knight's moved on, has Bray. Then we got Liv and Raquel against Chelsea and Sonya. Uh, it was a pretty straightforward win for Liv and Raquel. I think this was just a way of getting the women on screen. Then we had a sit-down interview with Charlotte. She was talking about how Rhea was young, green, not ready when they met three years ago. She hopes that she's in a better place now. And um, obviously, we're building towards that match, Rhea and Charlotte at WrestleMania. I think that we are going to see a new champion. I think Rhea will get the job done there. Uh, I really like these sit-down interviews with Michael Cole. I think they're brilliant. They just offer something a little bit different. Then we got to our main event, and our main event was uh, Fatal 4-Way. Um, the winner would get a Intercontinental Championship title opportunity, and it was won by Madcap. Madcap picks up the win. He will go on to face Gunther in a few weeks for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, pretty straightforward stuff. Felt like a face was going to win it. Just didn't know if it would be Ray or Madcap. They ended up going with Madcap. Emma was at ringside as well. So they're clearly, uh, you know, pushing them as an on-screen couple. All good, all fine. Maybe not the most exciting thing in the world, but it ended with something pretty exciting. Jimmy was watching backstage. Paul Heyman would walk in and he would say, look, just heard from Roman. He doesn't want you around next week uh, because he wants you watching on TV, not actually being on the show because it's amazing what you can see when you watch the show rather than being on the show, which is such a good line because it heavily implies that Roman saw uh, a few betrayals and a few things that he didn't like. So brilliant. Really enjoyed it. I do think that there was uh, a few matches that were just so-so. I thought the Bloodline segments were really strong throughout. There was a brilliant narrative going all throughout this show. At no point did I feel like boards or anything along those lines. So for me, I reckon this is around about a 725.